0: Welcome back to CUN Sunday School. We are still continuing our legacy series. This unit is entitled, The Word Was in the Beginning. Last week was in Proverbs. Like I said, this week, we're gonna be in the book of John, St. John. Now, remember now the author of St. John identifies himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He said that often in scripture, you know, he is the one that laid his head on Jesus' bosom. You can see that in John 13, 23, also in 19:26, 26, 21, and 7, in the 20th verse, also in the 21st chapter. So, most scholars agree that this is the Apostle John. He is the author of this book. He's well known in the early church, was very familiar with the Jewish custom. So, John was, remember now, he's an eyewitness to the events that he even write about. So this book he's, he seems to address a mixed audience of believers and unbelievers jews and greek and i say that is the way he start this book off so let's get started jesus is the word notice how john starts off in the first chapter verses one through three you're familiar with these verses it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so the the term here word and i want to highlight that is actually the word means logos that's the greek form so to greece it means the written spoken word as well as the thought and the reasoning of mind but now to the jewish logos means wisdom or the personified one in Proverbs 8 chapter, Lady Wisdom. So John emphasized here the same as in the beginning. So he's telling us that this word was actually in the beginning of creation before anything was created. In other words, God created something out of nothing. And the word was there. Notice here, it put more emphasis and tell you a little bit more detail. And all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So basically what we see here is that the Logos is a concept of God's wisdom that was used to create the universe. So Jesus is that personified wisdom. Jesus is that word. So last week, remember now, we said wisdom was there when God set the world in motion, when God set the boundaries for the ocean, when God set the stars, when God set the clouds in the sky. So therefore, logos of the word was pre existent with God. The word was complete, was in complete fellowship with God. And the Word possessed all divine nature of God. And the Word created everything. So we see this in a nutshell. And John says that same way we start off in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. John starts off the same way. In the beginning was the Word. So this is the foundation of our faith as believers. It must rest on us accepting this truth. And what is that truth? Jesus was, is, and always will be. He is God. He is the creator and the source of all life. That's the fundamental belief as a believer that we must accept. So next outline is Jesus is the light. Verses four through nine, I want you to notice it says he was life and the life was the light of men. Here we see the light of humanity. Why do we need the light of humanity? It's because verse five and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. In other words, you remember when God spoke and said, let there be light and there was light where here the word is representation of that light that shineth and darkness cannot comprehend it light allows darkness to go away so in other words because of our sin we are dark and cannot see the truth but light cannot allow us to see things as they are verse 6 There was a man sent from God whose name was John. So what John, the Apostle John, start talking about is John the Baptist. Verse seven, the same came for a witness, to bear witness of that light and all that all men through him might believe. So John the Baptist was a person to bear witness. He was the forerunner of Christ. He was not that light, John emphasized that, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. I like that here. It says, notice there, we have a true light that lighteth, and that T-H on there, continueth for every man that cometh into the world. So my takeaway is this. Light is needed because darkness exists. Darkness exists because of our sinful nature. So Jesus illuminates so you can see things as they are. Jesus was continually rejected as you read through the scriptures, but the darkness did not overcome his light. And the next outline is Jesus reveals God's character. We're looking at verses 10 through 14, rejection and glory. Verse 10 in the first chapter, John says, He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Many times we forget that this is a continuation of repeating that Jesus is the one that created, what we are seeing right now. And he was in the world and they did not see him. See, seeing blinds people, so they do not know their own creator. Think about that. He came into his own, his own received him not. But I like verse 12. But as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So we see the, see why he comes here, which verse 12 tells us is that if we receive him, then we can become sons of God our children of God. Verse 13, which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. Here we see his divine nature. He came from God. But verse four, 14 tells us the word was made flesh. That is the human, he became human, dwelt, I like that word, dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So what we see is we see divine comes on and takes on humanity. So Jesus is totally divine and totally human. So my takeaway is the Word became human. And then it enabled us to become children of God. And then that Word dwelt among us and allowed that light to shine. Is this, when I think about this, See, when Jesus walked the earth, many like the faith to believe that he was both divine and human. Likewise, many today like that same faith. So I must refrain from becoming like Philip. You remember when Philip asked Jesus to show him the Father? What was his reply? And that reply is still true today. And Jesus said this, he that has seen me has seen the Father. See, the only way I can get to the Father is through Christ. I must realize that Jesus is God, the I Am, and He existed before the creation. That's the foundation. Our next lesson is going to be on the wedding at Canaan. Let's just take a few seconds on reflection. Now, the key verse was, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth you know when we think about jesus and he came on the earth and all of the miracles and all of the things that he did and the rejection and the people are still doing that today. He became flesh and he dwelled among us so that we can accept him and become like him and accept that light. And we can see our sinful nature. And through him, we can come out of that sinful nature. I remember watching a story once. And the later. The, the, the mother of the two characters has Alzheimer's and she had a son and a daughter and the daughter was constantly visiting her and begged the son to go and see her. And finally the son decided to go and, and the conversation was like this. He said, Mother, you were so good. Look at you now. You, was, you did everything right, but look at you now. I'm as evil and so selfish, but I am am enjoying life, but you are not." And for some reason, all of a sudden, she came out of her Alzheimer's and she said something very profound, and this is it. Satan have you in a cage, but the door is open, but he got you so food that you don't even know how to leave that jail cell. And then she went back as being a person with Alzheimer's. But she came to her senses and made that statement. And I think about that statement often. You know, Satan can have a soul food. so that we think that we're doing everything right by accepting the source of life, which is Christ. Let us pray. Dearest Heavenly Father, keep us in your care and remind us of the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. We We bless you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.